Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of the Katie's Tacoma podcast. Happy New Year. I hope you guys had an awesome and safe New Year. I am back with Mr. Anthony, aka Anthony Sasquatch on Instagram. <laughs> Do you want to say hi? Hello everybody. Happy New Year's. It's great to be back here, Katie. So thank you. Yeah, it's been what? Just a couple weeks. Right? It's, yeah, it's been like a couple weeks, almost a month. And you've been adding some more little fun stuff to your vehicle. Do you want to share with that? Or share with us that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely been uh, trying to acquire this hammer-built tire carrier support where I can actually attach my rotopacks. Um, so I got actually a three-gallon rotopacks um, gasoline tank. And then also it's going to have an antenna mount. That goes on there. So if I want to add a Wii boost or even just do a chase light, I can do that. So that's going to be my newest addition. And uh, I have to thank, thank Tyson for actually helping me out and setting me up with that. It's been a year in the making to get that part for the Bronco. So, you know, I'm really pleased that we were able to get that out here and, uh, you know, get it going. So I'm happy to mount that and, you know, do a YouTube video on it soon. Heck yeah, well, we will all be excited to watch your newest YouTube video. What was your YouTube channel again? It is Anthony Sasquatch, but I think there's an underscore in there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, just follow him on Instagram and then he'll like, Yeah. I'm can... sure your YouTube is attached to it, correct? Yes. All right, awesome. Well, that's exciting. Since we last got together, I got my cargo box up there, thanks to you. Um, my Apache one, and then I have some just knockoff traction boards that I placed up there, and then I got an awning, a six and a half foot awning. Um, the awning is very hard to set up by myself, but I'm just gonna have to get used to it because your girl can't rely on anybody. So, <laughs> not the world isn't meant to always have two people around. So this is true. You know what true. I'm saying? So you got to be independent. Mm -hmm. So. Well, today's episode, we're going to talk about the top three blank for blank. So basically, top three items, uh, things for a certain topic. I thought that that would be a really fun podcast episode, and we can just name three things and then go off of them. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. All right. So I'm going to look at my list here. The first one is the top three green flags in a relationship. Why don't you go first? <laughs> Someone that drinks caffeine. Really? <laughs> I think so. You got to drink coffee to stay up with it. You know, I like cold brew. So coffee drink is a, a okay. green flag for me. Okay. <laughs> is that weird? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Someone that likes to adventure, maybe outdoors, like mm -hmm. go want to go do trips. I think that's a good one for sure. Like someone that's willing to not always be a homebody. You have to have a balance. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, I mean, for me. Everybody's different, so Everybody's that's why I'm asking yeah, you. Yeah, as someone that's, like, not a partier, someone that's, like, more mellow with that. Like, you know, it doesn't, like, go hard in the paint and, like, you know, someone that knows how to control their alcohol, that'd be wild. Like, someone that's there for a good time, you know, that's how to balance it out. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that everybody's different? Like you have your homebodies and then you have your out people that like to go out. And yeah. then you have your people that um, enjoy mostly populated areas, like going clubbing or going somewhere that's just has a lot of people. And then there's some people that don't really care about that, that like to go out. Isn't that interesting? 
Yeah, I definitely think it's interesting because, I don't know, I think at a younger age, I mean, I'm about to be 29, so I think at a younger age, it's like, yeah, I want to go to the bars, I want to go do all these things, you know, I want to go like these places, go party, go do this. But then as you start to get a little older, you're like, <laughs> like, what am I really getting out of that? And I mm-hmm. think you, when you start exploring and like going different places on your own or just even off-roading, like it's, it's a little bit more wholesome, you know? I think you get more out of that than you do going out for a night and clubbing until 2 a.m. and then, you know, being a mess in the morning and eating Del Taco. <laughs> Del Taco, it, by the way, we're talking very highly of Del Taco. That's why we're bringing that up because who else would go to Del Taco after a night like that, right? This is true. Taco Bell brought back the Volcano Taco. I'm saying it here and I'm saying it now. <laughs> we would all go to Del- Taco Bell. Taco Ooh. Bell just needs to bring it back. What is the Volcano thing that you're talking about? You may be too young, <laughs> but the Volcano Taco was life. It was a sauce that was spicy on the taco and everybody loved it it was the best time in america oh my god <laughs> early 2000s 10s i think it was great and they took it away they took it away oh, they always take away the things you like that's what starbucks mcdonald's like mcdonald's had the mcrib and then they took it back or like they they they, they had can... it they discontinued it and then they brought it back they can keep the mcrib <laughs> no i've never tried it but a lot of people like it <laughs> it's okay i mean i can live with it or without it but it's yeah, yeah. I saw someone on I, I saw him on Shark Tank. That's why I know the McRib vibe. So McRib creator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. D- was that it? You said caffeine, a home, or someone that likes to go out. Adventure, and then, and then someone that can control their drinking for sure. You think it's bad if they're like like all the time, or I mean, like you can let loose, but the thing is, like if you become a total ass show, then yeah. it's a little like you know. I don't like babysitting people. Like, That's we're, true. We're adults, you know? That's true. Like, when you're 18, mm-hmm. things happen. You're at a party, whatever. 21, yeah, you're new to drinking. Like, out in public, things happen. But when you're almost 30, you got to keep it together. You gotta, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and if you're 40 and 50, you know, we got bigger things to talk about yeah, here. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you got to worry about breaking hips and just... Breaking your baby toe on your foot. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. When we're older, we definitely aren't as agile as before. Well, those are good, like, flags. Good green flags. I haven't even honestly thought of mine. Um, I'm pretty, like, low maintenance, like, as a person in a relationship. Um, but I'm trying to think. Top three green flags would be, oh, my gosh, I can't even think. Just someone that's willing to be a homebody and also like go out and camp because yeah like i like being at home i like being by myself i like being with my significant other by myself at home i also like going out camping every weekend that i can (laughs) so another green flag is how they treat their mom or sisters you can tell a lot about someone like well for me this is for a guy like you can right. tell a lot about a guy by how he treats his sister and his mom so if i see those as being nice things then um i think that's a green flag and then also i would say someone who always says good morning and good night i don't know there's just something about it that little corny yeah, yeah i just it's think not corny, corny. I mean, no it's, it's, it's okay. sweet mm-hmm. you know I get it because it means like it shows that it takes effort to put that text out there. Yeah. As long as they're not a player. Like as long as they're genuine about it. Yeah. They're not just like sending it to other girls at the same time. I mean, I appreciate it as a guy. If a girl says that kind of stuff to me, like, you know, I'm still a nerd. Like if girls send me a smiley face, I'm just like, oh my God. 
<laughs> really? I don't, yeah. I don't really use my emoji. Like my most used emojis are pretty basic. I don't really use any like crazy emojis, especially when like talking to someone. I just kind of keep it simple, like a smiley face, a little like smirk face. And then <laughs> uh, that's kind of about it. Or, or I like the dirt face. There's one that's like a person that's looking at you and he's all like, <laughs> oh, I'll have to show you. It's really funny. I like sending emojis. I'm an emoji sleuth because I really? just, I feel like people can really gather my emotions from my emojis because I'm really good. Like, I don't know if you see, like, I find the most obscure ones. Obscure or just like ways to show like what I feel mm -hmm. or you can definitely pick it out because texting people, it's hard. Yeah. You know, because you don't really know what someone's emotions are. But That's true. Those really do help kind of balance it out. Oh, uh, you know what? That's a good point because I don't use a lot of emojis and I feel like when I don't use a lot of emojis, people think I'm like not interested or... <laughs> Like, there's something wrong, or if I'm mad, and I'm like, no, I'm just, that's the only sucky thing about texting, is texting is yeah. so ambiguous. There's like, no me problems. saying, hey, could mean, hey, is in a good way, or hey, I don't really want to talk to you, or hey, like, something's wrong. You know what I'm if saying? If you just say, hey, with no, like, hey, with a period, is like, you're preparing to hear something. If it's just, hey, and it's open, to me, it's like, eh, you know? Oh, that's so like, complicated. There's so many different ways, but then again, like, everybody interprets, like, everything different, right? Like, if I send you, hey, at the period, you might be like, oh, he's just saying. You know. yeah so but I, to me that's like normal because it's like yeah. but other people just think so differently that's why i don't really like texting honestly i'd rather call someone and talk to them on the phone than like texting i'm like that too like if someone calls me i'm more likely to answer that and, yeah. and then just like have a full text conversation yeah like so. i'd rather be dedicated to you talking on the phone than like texting back and forth and like having that time to kind of like prepare my speech to you or like my response i'd rather yeah. just like talk to you on the phone for like 45 minutes and then like bye you know because i'm busy you handle it right then and there yeah you know? and that's the thing so i definitely agree with you on that it's just like it's easier like you handle it right then and there yeah. you text you have to wait for somebody yeah and they have a chance it. to think about what they want to say like <laughs> right. they're like how can i please her or him or you whoever like it is raw emotions like yeah for sure yeah I, and I'm a, I don't like FaceTiming. I get too self-conscious. I feel like I look so ugly every time. <laughs> I FaceTime my, like, childhood friends because I have no shame. Yeah, if yeah. If I'm FaceTiming a girl, it is, like, <laughs> no, it's, like, sober. I'm, like, this got to be good lighting here. This yeah. got to fix my mustache, you know. I can't have I'm, three chins, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just that or it's, like, black screen. And I'm looking yeah. at stuff, you know what I mean? At that I have point, to, I have to look like I just woke up even though I have makeup on, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, those are really good little green flags. It's just kind oh, of a yeah. cute little like icebreaker, I think. All I right, think so. the next one is, what are the top? Wait, did you want to say something? No. no. Okay. Um, the top three things to bring camping. All right. Like, so obviously you have all your gear, right? Mm -hmm. That you bring. What are the top three things that you like? Are your most prioritized items that you're like? I gotta make sure I have this. And it could be, you could look at it as a leisure way, or you can look at it as like a survival way, whatever yeah. way you think. Like, what are just the first top three things that jump in your head? Yeah, okay. So, I'm just going to go off like, doesn't matter where. Yeah, like, yeah. If we start doing specifics, it gets too complicated. Keep it just ambiguous. So, I would definitely say um, carrying a firearm, you know, as long as it's responsible. Mm -hmm. You know, that's your safety, especially if you're out there in the middle of nowhere or something, you know, you never want to be caught with your pants down mm -hmm. in a sense. But I think carry a firearm responsibly. That's the whole thing here. It's responsibly kids. Um, so that means holster, not putting it in your cargo pocket. 
<laughs> walking around with a bursa. But, um, you know, I think that's a really good one. For me, the drone, I actually have a DJI drone. I recommend everybody buys one because they're so versatile. Like you can do so many things with it from surveillance to just kind of seeing the area. If you're lost, you might be able to send that thing out there and kind of map your way back or just kind of, you know, if you're in the mountains, you can kind of get an idea of like what's over that hill. You know, there's so many vers like versatile options for that. So that's a big one. Just make sure it's charged because <laughs> yesterday I went in the mountains and mine died. So yeah, I think that's a good second one. Um, third, I definitely think you should always keep some type of dry food in your car. Like those like quick camp meals, snack stuff, snacks up, something simple. Cause you just really never know. Like pretty much like a first aid kit slash road kit. Like you should just have these things in a little kit in your car. Um, like for instance, I got a total bag right here next to Katie and it's got everything from chest seals to gauze to band-aids to wrenches, screwdrivers and all these other shenanigans inside it. And like, I just think something like that is good because you just never know what you're going to get into, especially if you're an adventurer like us, you just don't know. Those are good things. Oh my gosh. Okay. So wait, your first one was a firearm, which totally makes sense because right. especially in the world we live in nowadays, it's just, everybody's unpredictable. So it's better to protect yourself, better to protect your dog. If you have a dog with you, yourself, Absolutely. family, friends, whoever it is, um, dry food and the medical kit, like you were saying, is very important. Um, I went off-roading with my little local group that I had started, and one girl actually had heat exhaustion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, one of the driver's passengers got heat exhaustion because he didn't have AC, and it was, like, over 90 degrees. Oh, and, my God. <laughs> and the sun was on her side, and she ended up getting, like, heat exhaustion. And thank goodness we had – I had extra food. I had waters, and so I kind of right. attended to her because right. I'm an EMT and stuff. So I, I know right, those little right. basic things. But I also have a first aid kit, like you're saying. Um my truck because there's always something that happens or could happen oh yeah um and then the the drone is a really good um thing to bring i want to look at getting one i just don't really trust myself uh flying one because i'm like really clumsy and not good with hand-eye coordination but okay. if you're stuck somewhere and you want to know like the nearest place you could go i feel like you could have some range on that oh, yeah. um if you want to test terrain before you go and look at it absolutely um and also get good footage. So yeah, I, <laughs> I know, think those definitely. are all good points. Yeah, I definitely want to touch back on uh, the drone thing for sure and say that like with the drone, it's cool because like there's just so many things. Like uh, Nico's been on this podcast before and me and him had traveled up um, up to like Lockwood Valley and we actually found a car that was in like the mountains that had gone over the edge. And we were actually able to send my drone down there to kind of like survey that area and make sure there was like no loss of life or anything there. But luckily we saw the markings from a search and rescue that they had put an X on it. Uh, I believe it's an X, an exit circle, but somebody out there listening can correct me, it's fine. But you know, those are great options too, right? Cause you might be able to see hard to find places and you know, so many options to use that for. So yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, those are really good, good things. I never, I would have never thought of those. So that's really good. It's neat to get different opinions. Like mm -hmm. you, what, you, I have in my thought is totally different than you and everybody else. So it's oh, kind of yeah. neat to be like, Oh my gosh, like I didn't think about the drone and stuff. So yeah. really good ideas. I'd, I'd say for me, my top three things are sleeping 
like I really value like comfort and stuff. So I always make sure that I have really good sleeping setup, whether it's if it's hot outside, I want to have just blankets and a neck pillow. And then if it's really cold, I want to make sure I have a sleeping bag, extra blankets, extra clothes, like extra fuzzy socks and um, beanie and gloves because I've slept in the cold and I've I've slept in probably every weather condition. I've slept in on the ground in a sleeping bag. I've slept in the dirt. I've slept in the rain. I've slept in concrete. So I know what's good and what's not good. So I always try to prepare accordingly to the weather. So that's like my number one thing is sleeping. Number two is um, I always want to make sure I have a campfire because like I love camp. Like campfires at the, while you're camping are literally the best thing. It's the highlight of my trips. It's just like sitting there having a drink or eating food and just like staring into the fire and having the those ambiance. just having those deep thoughts and those deep conversations that you'd never would imagine in this really neat desolate place. Um the third thing gosh I don't the third thing I would think probably my camping chair actually. Oh. I can't tell you how many times I've forgotten a camping chair and it's literally the worst because you can't see it anywhere. So yeah, those are the top things three things I always make sure I can't or I pack my camping chair that's like right near my my garage because it sucks when you forget that (laughs) all right next topic or next yeah topic the top three things will be destinations to camp so what's your top three yeah destinations to camp so that's that's interesting I don't have like specifics but if I'm gonna pick like areas I'm gonna say like the beach Beach camping is its own thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely its own vibe. You could definitely do fires there because it's just, you know, it's the beach. <laughs> you're not going to burn anything down over there. But um, <laughs> that, I think, camp in the mountains is really nice, especially when you're away from, like, city. It's just a different vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have to come back to, like, our last podcast where we talked about um like new mexico i think new mexico is just so cool like it's so versatile like it's like desert then it's like forest like you have such a weird mix mm-hmm. i think new mexico is so underrated like i wouldn't live there because there's just not much but i would definitely travel out there more as yeah. i get older i like those i've never been in new mexico i'll have to go i hear really good things about it um i would have to agree with you beach camping is is one of the top destinations to camp it's just a completely different vibe compared to anywhere else that you camp. I mean, you're camping next to the ocean, so you have that ocean cold breeze or that freezing ocean breeze, and then but you have a lot of sand, so it sucks dealing with all the sand in your truck. But um, and you can have unlimited campfires, so it's pretty nice. Um, I would say one of my favorite destinations is Red Rock Canyon State Park. You got to go there. It's yeah, only like yeah. two hours from here and it's like 20 minutes outside of Mojave, but the okay. rock formations of it and the whole place is really cool. You're really close to a set of mines that you can go mm-hmm. and just walk into and crawl Long down time. and stuff. And then there's a really cool place called the Burrow Schmidt Tunnel, which is a dude back in the 1920s or 30s. He wanted to build a tunnel that would help people transport copper ore into like the valley i don't know what valley it is Hmm. but he did it it took him 38 years to do it and he hand mined it oh i think i know i think i saw a thing on this right he went all the way through half a mile (laughs) took him 38 years about halfway that he was doing it they built a road (laughs) but he was so determined that he wanted to finish it that he just kept doing it 
and for 38 years can you imagine doing that i mean i wonder how many days a year he did it well it said i think in the summertime that he would go and help his friends at a ranch but otherwise like 99 percent of the time he was doing that that's so cool bro but he lived like in solitude obviously because like literally the middle of nowhere <laughs> there's no bluetooth speakers back then i gotta say <laughs> he probably was so fit because that's a lot of work to do that yeah, i think they showed a picture of him like i think like, look he up. had experience in mining like that's why that's crazy though yeah. and he ended up having someone else help him the last certain amount of years but he's getting old Probably yeah. his back was probably hurting. It hurts my back just thinking about that. I was honestly, say my lower back is just not feeling that. <laughs> um, my third destination would be Zion. Zion is a oh, really Zion cool place nice to camp. Place. I camped there when it was snowing and raining, and it was really cool. My entire truck froze. I was gonna say yeah, it was a little <laughs> sketchy, but I mean it's got to be pretty. I hiked Angel's Landing one of the mornings, and it was it had a layer of snow on top, and I was hiking it by myself, and. I got towards the top and I ended up turning around because I didn't know that, I mean, it was frozen solid up there and they can have, they give you shoes that you can rent that have like picks in them. So you can like grip on the, the ice, but I didn't have them. So I was like, mm, oh, yeah. I don't feel like dying today. So I ended up turning around, but I got like 90% on the whole entire hike, but that's the coolest hike ever. The camping there was really cool. The vibe was cool. So I would say those are my top three. Nice. you'll have to do those if i have to be specific i would say like june lake loop is like the 395 oh yeah i really do i fell in love with that last time i went up there it's its own place you know it's different june lake i think i went there last summer for memorial day weekend it was really packed <laughs> that's the only thing it's like it gets really windy there and it gets really cold oh my like, gosh really cold Ooh. so like i haven't been up there in my bronco but i've been up there in my ranger and like it's just so fun like i just love it like you're really out there you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's that that would be fun that, oh, yeah. that that'd be fun to go camping up there i camped not at june lake but like a different lake up there like, yeah and it was really cool and then i had a dispersed camp too because there was no camping sites available so that was okay yeah there's some weird people up there sometimes but i say like the further you get out into like the wilderness the less like city folk you get into the less like la mm -hmm. you know weekenders that just litter and do stupid things you know mm -hmm. that's kind of messed up for me to say but because it's like i'm sure some of them are really good but yeah. there's a lot of people that like trash these like really really oh. beautiful places that that's so crappy to me like i get freaked out like when i have a straw wrapper and i'm like walking outside and it like flies on the ground and i'm like oh, picking up like so i'll pick oh, it yeah. up but i can't imagine people that like just willingly litter like i don't know how people do that but hey it's everybody's different but it's i think it sucks it's a total bummer and like i'd say that and then people that like burn pit their stuff you well know? yeah like yeah like i'm talking like i mean like maybe if you burn like a paper plate like it's paper right mm -hmm. if you just start throwing like foil and all these things in there like you have to consider like all the wildlife that's around there yeah it's like i don't want to see a squirrel with a gatorade cap around his neck oh, no, yeah. <laughs> that's probably never happened in the history uh, of things I, don't know. I just wanted to like make that so extreme <laughs> like the little stuff around turtles necks in the ocean oh no no that's not so sad i know so uh. don't worry anybody that has never happened and i've never seen it <laughs> that you haven't seen doesn't mean oh that god. the wildlife cameras like see that oh my god that'd be so sad <laughs> no it'd be on the news if turtle it king. or not turtle king uh squirrel king <laughs> <laughs> okay um 
the last one will be do you want to do top three games or top three brands in the off-road community i think brands okay let's do that. i love games we have like six minutes left so oh, we got we got some time we got this um yeah i think uh brands i love ford recently obviously i'm a ford fanboy recently because of like how well they've been doing the last i'd say for me the last six years from the ranger to the bronco now mm -hmm. they've really stepped up their r&d i think they do a really good job of listening to what people want which is like kind of normal for american car brands you know japanese car brands are great but they have a different ideology right they kind of stick to what they know works and they're comfortable and sticking to that which is fine but you know most american brands are going to be innovative and giving the consumer kind of what they want you know so they you see a lot more updates on american cars than you would see on japanese cars mm -hmm. um i do like toyotas i will say the new tundra is very hot i think it's pretty neat um i see some pretty cool mods and tunes to those so and then from there you know it's my third choice is tough because you know toyota ford i think those are like the biggest competitors in like four-wheel right now mm -hmm. i would say chevy but like for how much they're charging for those like colorados and yeah. like what they are it's like uh like and then same with nissan like i, I kind of wish the nissan would have came turboed right the front if the frontier would have came turboed it probably would have been a good deal mm -hmm. you know because they actually look good you mm -hmm. know it's just that like for what you're getting it's like mm, you know like we, we're not really revamping a lot so that's my three so i'm gonna say oh well i didn't pick one I was going to say, you didn't pick a third oh, yeah. one. <laughs> so a third. God, I don't know. I don't know a mm. third. I, I don't want to give to Chevy because I just don't want to. It but... doesn't have to be car too, like vehicle. It could be like anything like Rotopax or. Oh, I thought we were like Lemus. Well, it could be. No, it could be any. <laughs> it could be any type of brand or oh. like anything. I mean, I do like Rotopack stuff. I like the versatility of them. So it's pretty cool. Up. But that's because we have a three-gallon Rotopack in front of us. So <laughs> that wasn't just yeah. like brought out of the blue. But yeah, I, I definitely kind of geeking out on the Rotopack stuff. I feel like you are because you're literally sitting with it right next to you. This was gifted to me. So it looks yes. like it looks like uh, as if it's your girlfriend. You're just sitting and admiring it. And I would say more of a child. It's like, you know, <laughs> like I should have it on my lap. It's just here. Like, you might as well do a Christmas photo of, of you guys like sure. that. <laughs> like this year was a good year. I have to thank this one right here. <laughs> right. <on. laughs> You're like, what? Um, anyways, so yeah. I'm going to say mine really quick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm going to say Lear because I have a truck cap. Oh yeah. Lear makes some cool, I think they're veteran owned. Um, they do a really good job with their products and it, i haven't had a whole bunch of big problems with them um there's just some little minor like things that happen over time but otherwise like it's a solid product it's kept me out of the rain wind snow um getting mugged and everything because i've slept Jesus. in walmart parking lots with it <laughs> so it's a really good product um <clears throat> and just has like transformed my camping a lot and like a whole bunch of different ways i can secure all my stuff in there I could sleep in there and like it protects me. So I like it. Um, another brand I would probably say I really like uh, BF Goodrich and Bilstein. I know I think I kind of mentioned that before, but I just right. really like Bilstein makes the cool. I think they make the 
best bang for your buck for certain um, suspension needs. Like I really am trying to look more into the 8112s. I want to look more into that because they look kind of, maybe you might want to upgrade to those soon. Cause oh. I run the 6112s right now. Right. And so. I, I like them. Um, the only thing I knock on Bill's scene is that they filmed the video or something. On I saw it. I was going to send oh, it to you. Okay. But they did that test with a stock, like, I know. Tundra, and then they did the second test with the 81 tools with a camper shell on yeah, the yeah, back. Yeah. Like, and like it was, and then they went faster. Completely so, different. Completely different. Yeah. So I agree. Scene. I know. But like, they just look better than that. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Anthony that did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are like my, I think I said three. Yeah. Those are like just my top three. I just really like the Bill Stein. Like, they've, they've, helped me out a lot and i recently popped my cherry on all the newest uh scary obstacles that i haven't done in a long time or i have never done um all these steep stuff and right um more technical and i was able to do it and i i think bill stein i think the rock sliders i have and obviously toyota <laughs> all right dude we have 50 seconds left do you have anything else you want to say oh geez um I don't have anything per se because usually I, I like try to come with some type of like knowledge at the end, but I, I don't know if you have a passion and you really want to pursue it. This is probably your year and chance to do it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If you want something, go do it. You know, don't be held back because you only have one life. So, you know, if you want to go camping, if you want to go fly to Peru, you want to go do something interesting, go do it. You know, like life is short. Life so. is short, and we should spend this year just taking risks and not holding back. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ken Block. Yeah, Ken yeah. Block, RIP. Dude, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for watching, or listening, LOL, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.